welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is September the 18th, and we're here with the Words of Grace podcast. Hello, Scott. Hello, Justin. How are you doing today, sir? Today is a good day, Monday. Yeah. It was cool. This it was actually almost chilly this morning. It was. It was. I walked early this morning, and it was chilly. It was great. I had on my fleece jacket. Yes, great. I love fall. And <laughs> of course, I wear a fleece jacket in July sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> wait a second, that's not awkward, Scott. You probably have foot, foot warmers in right now. Um, no. So, yeah. <laughs> well, but it was, yeah, it was a beautiful day. We're in September. You know, we're almost into fall. That starts. Yeah. Beginning of the fall season is this week. That's right. But now let's talk a little bit about Sunday. Yeah. So we were in Isaiah, really seven through nine, but you Mm -hmm. had a text. Portion of nine. Yeah. One through 14, verses one through 14 is where you really spent most of your time because it kind of reflects all of that section. Mm -hmm. So if you would, give us a a little bit of an overview from Sunday, and then I have a couple of questions. Okay. Uh, It was uh, the historical context is Mm -hmm. King Ahaz. Right. Interesting in Isaiah, <clears throat> it's it's mostly uh, written in oracle form, and right. and uh, there's a lot of po- most of it is, is poetry, but then periodically you get these sections that are historical. Yeah, uh, they tell you where the history is, and so we had one last week in mm-hmm. chapter six, where Isaiah is called by God right. in the year that King Uzziah died. This week in chapter 7, we have one related to a situation with King Ahaz, yep. and we'll have more to come, right. uh, particularly in the middle of the book. But this week, it was about Ahaz, and um, it, it, this is what we would call a crisis moment. Yeah. He's being threatened. Uh, Judah is, the, is where he's ruling, mm-hmm. and uh, King Ahaz and Judah is being threatened by the Syrians— and Israel, mm-hmm. who are in cooperation with each other, and they're going to try to take over Judah and mm-hmm. put up a puppet king. Yep. And that way they've got Judah now to fight with them right. against the Assyrians. Okay, so that's what's going on. And it says that when, when Ahaz and the people of Judah hear about this, mm-hmm. they become fearful. Right. So it's a crisis of faith in the rest of the the rest of the account is about how Ahaz would not trust yeah. the Lord, and the Lord was giving him assurances, mm-hmm. calling him to trust him, calling him to be in faith, but he wouldn't do it. And then it just, there's much more to come, and I would just say, read, listen to the sermon. But that's the historical context. And so we were focusing on the idea of, <clears throat> of trusting the Lord fully yeah. in the crisis of life and not being proud and not turning to other places as Ahaz did. He yeah. turned to other, another nation. And before that, his heart was turned away from the Lord and he was sacrificing to idols as a way of gaining some kind of power and support from pagan gods. And it just, just all messed up. Yeah. So the point being, Ahaz is being called to God, turn to God, don't turn away, don't turn to other things and trust the Lord with all of his heart. Yeah. Well, good. Well, it was a, a really helpful sermon. I thought you spoke a lot too about um, where do we turn in fear. I thought it was very applicable. Mm-hmm. I I was writing a bunch of notes, even on my just thinking through my own life, and it was really helpful. 
Um, but we did get a question. One of the questions, I want to bring it in here. You got it, actually, when we bring it here, <laughs> is that um, in, in verse 14, yeah. um, we get the mention of Emmanuel, yeah. which is God with us. And obviously, being followers of Jesus, we know that is fulfilled in Christ because mm-hmm. he would be called Emmanuel. He right. was Matthew. God mm-hmm. read Matthew in the book mm-hmm. of Matthew. But you also talked about how that can be a double meaning, how mm-hmm. it, it means for their, for the day of Isaiah, his time, that there was an Emmanuel, and then also during the birth of Christ. So, mm-hmm. so for some people, that's new. Like, oh, wait, what? It, it could be for his time and, and Jesus' time? I, I'm, I'm confused. So give us a little bit of okay. understanding about that. You, yeah, I'll just go a minute here or two. Yes, I did have that question Sunday. I think uh, for some people, maybe it's the first time that, yeah. that they heard, or that they understood at least the possibility that when when Isaiah, when the Lord gave Ahaz through Isaiah, uh, the prophecy that a son would be born and he mm-hmm. would be called Emmanuel, um, when the Lord gave that prophecy to him, it could happen then. Mm-hmm. Like there could be a, a real boy born to a woman uh, named Emmanuel. That would be a sign to Ahaz. And it could also be a fulfilled uh, prophecy mm-hmm. in Jesus. I think some people, because they've only heard of that that prophecy and that name Emmanuel around Christmas related to Jesus, right. they've never looked at it in its original context, mm-hmm. which it was a it was a word, a sign given to Ahaz who was unbelieving. Right. And so I I so I put it back in its context where where it belongs, and I just said on Sunday that. Um, it's possible. I said probably. I don't know what word I used, but maybe probably uh, that this was a a son born mm-hmm. to someone in the royal uh, house mm-hmm. of Ahaz, uh, who was a virgin at the time of the prophecy. Mm-hmm. But later, shortly after, married, mm-hmm. had a child yep. named him Emmanuel, and that that became a reminder to Ahaz that he had rejected the presence of the Lord. Yeah. So there was a there was a a you would call it a a kind of a fulfillment, a fulfillment of that right. prophecy right then. But that ultimately we know uh, that the true God with us is Jesus himself and that's mm-hmm. Matthew 1. So yeah, uh, yeah so I, I just just the idea well, I would say too there are other options. Right. So I was you know, when I do my study, I read various commentators and Bible scholars. And one uh, one commentary I use, um, I think uh, the the commentator gave, I think, five different options for right. <laughs> the meaning of yeah. or, or when was Emmanuel fulfilled and how. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So my 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 thinking is that it probably was mm-hmm. a a young a child born to a woman who. Mm-hmm got married soon after the mm-hmm. prophecy yeah, and had this child. And that maybe not a lot of people knew about this. Ahaz knew, Isaiah knew, mm-hmm. and it was a constant reminder to him of, of his rejection of the yeah. Lord's presence. Yeah. And that it was Matthew 1 fulfilled in Jesus. So there you right. go. Double, yeah. double meaning, double yeah. fulfillment. Yeah, I, I think that's helpful because sometimes when you read in the Old Testament, it's good helpful to me. There is a context where that could that is potentially fulfilled at yeah. that time. But it also yeah. ultimately is being fulfilled in Christ that that yeah. can happen, and that's that's okay, and that's helpful when you read the Old Testament. So, anyways, yeah, fun fact. Maybe that, yeah, maybe that will will be helpful to yeah. some folks. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the other thing I want to spend most of our time on really came from <coughs> the I guess the main meat of the sermon on Sunday, 
but I want to kind of amplify or want to have mm-hmm. you amplify it for us is, is in verse four, mm-hmm. um, he, in this crisis that Ahaz is facing, he, he is told by Isaiah through the Lord, through the Lord, I mean, by the Lord through Isaiah to, to be careful, be quiet and, and do not fear. Yeah. So Scott, why is that so important mm-hmm. in a time of crisis as we amplify even to our own lives? So what do you think, how would you amplify that, go further with that? Yeah. Why is that helpful for us? Uh, okay, that's good. Because now what we're trying to do is we're trying to not only understand the history Mm-hmm. And we're trying, and also the prophecy involved. So the history mm-hmm. Ahaz and the prophecy Emmanuel. But we're trying to also ask, what is it about God, mm-hmm. and what is it about human nature, and what is it about even the, even the temptations of Christians yeah. that we can learn from this? Yeah. So uh, here's the way I would address that. So Ahaz is a real person, and he's really afraid, and the people of Judah are really afraid, but yeah. they're God's people. Yeah. Ahaz is an evil person. He's not a good king. Right. But he he does lead God's people, Judah, mm-hmm. and the Lord is dealing with them graciously in mm-hmm. spite of them. Right. So what what do we learn from that? Well, we understand as a as a real person relating to God that he that we like him uh, can face these times, these crises, the crises mm-hmm. of faith. These times when we are asking ourselves can we trust god mm-hmm. um should we should we trust god sort of but also take matters into our own hands which usually means doing something that violates what god calls mm-hmm. us to do or should we you know it, we just we're asking these kinds of questions and so we need to be asking then okay if 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 we're in a crisis and somebody has been in a crisis before in the bible and there come instructions to them they can come to us and have they before? And then what do we what do we do them with them? And why are they there? Yeah, this is not the first time that these kinds of instructions have been given to God's people. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Exodus, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it's Exodus fourteen. Yeah, the Lord says something similar mm-hmm. to to the Israelites who are standing uh, on the banks of the sea, and Pharaoh and his armies are coming after them. And he says similarly, don't don't be afraid, uh, stand firm, mm-hmm. see the salvation of the Lord, and then right after that he says, now go forward. Right. So the Lord gives the same kinds of instructions, mm-hmm. uh, and even in the New Testament we hear Jesus telling his disciples, you know, don't fear. Right. Um, you know, we have the Apostle Paul, First uh, Corinthians, chapter sixteen, I believe, when he says, uh, be firm in your faith. Act like men, take courage, mm-hmm. you know. And so w- what do we do in these moments? And so these are these are some really good instructions. And the first one he says is be careful. Yeah. So uh, we need to be careful when we come up against trials and temptations and crises that call us to call upon us and, and uh, to, to really ask the question, is God trustworthy? Mm-hmm. People are asking that question all the time, and we right. need to be very careful because we can go to the wrong places. Mm-hmm. We can start to doubt in a way that takes us away from the Lord. We can start to have questions that we never had before. Uh, we can start to question God's character. We can start to question the Bible. 
we can <clears throat> start looking for ways to unravel and loosen up on some of the commands of God because we just don't think they're practical in our day. Mm-hmm. Um, we can turn to other people and other things uh, to, to find our rescue, to find our, our mm-hmm. solution, our answer. Mm-hmm. And what God is calling us to do is to, is to ground ourselves right in Him and His truth and to be very careful not to go anywhere else and to stay with Him. Yep. So it's important. I was thinking about this, um, I don't know, again, as a, you know, I have these things after I preach, Justin, I have this, I take a walk and pray sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I should have said that, and I should have said that. And I was thinking about that, maybe it was yesterday, I don't remember, but how, it, let's take doubt, for, for instance. Most people say, you know, doubt's good, and go with your doubts, and let your doubts play out, and I find when I'm reading in the Bible, when 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 people doubt the Lord, they're called to fight that doubt. Right. They're called to put truth to that doubt. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with asking an honest question if that's right. what we mean. Yeah. But we're finding ourselves today with people who 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 have doubts about the faith, and they're doing nothing to fight the doubts. Yeah. They're not turning to the Lord to address the doubts. Mm-hmm. They're letting their doubts play out. They're living in the doubt. They're almost feeding the doubt mm-hmm. by reading other people who are doubting. Mm-hmm. And so doubters are telling doubters how to live. And before you know it, people are just walking away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be careful yeah. that that we don't let that we don't give our they don't feed our doubts yeah. and let them let them run run wild. Yeah. We need to address them, yes, but speak to them, speak yeah. truth to them, and, and call ourselves back. Yeah, wouldn't you say, too, even when he's saying to be careful, that with that comes a sense of being aware of the situation? Mm-hmm. Like, be careful. Okay, so be aware of what's going on Yeah, and what's what what the enemy is even trying to do to your heart, like mm-hmm. in this moment. Like, almost stepping back and just saying, okay, in my be careful, I got to really understand that what's happening here and yeah. being aware of the situation. I think that's excellent. Be so yes, be be aware that this is a moment like this. Yeah. Be careful. And then also be careful in the sense that know your tendencies. Yeah, that's good. Every person, you know, know know God and know yourself. Oh, it was, I think that was I think that was John Calvin. I don't remember, but anyway, mm-hmm. know God and know yourself. Uh we should know ourselves and know our tendencies. What are you, what is a person? What are you and I most tempted to do when we are put in a crisis situation that's demanding faith, real faith. What are we most mm-hmm. tempted to do? We should know that. We should be aware of that. That's another p- part maybe of the be careful. Be careful is the point. Be, in these moments of crisis, be careful because you can think the wrong way and step the wrong direction and, and become unfaithful to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Then he says, be quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's another one, you know, that, that we need to think through. Uh, be, be quiet. Uh, I think reading the rest of Isaiah, um, Isaiah 30, I believe it's verse 15, speaks of quietness and trust is your strength. And so be quiet in heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- d- you know, don't let your, don't let your emotions, um, don't let your mind, don't let the voices carry you away. Calm mm-hmm. them with, with truth. Um, and and then maybe be quiet in the sense of literally. Yeah. Don't don't start talking mm-hmm. uh, before you've prayed. Yeah. And before you've 
thought long about what God is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't start speaking untruths about your situation before you've before you've taken time to get God's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, be take a take a quiet yeah. approach before the Lord. Wait yeah. wait before the Lord and say, God, what what is it that you want to do in my heart in mm-hmm. this crisis moment? Yeah. yeah, I thought of like Psalm forty six ten. You know, be still and know that I am the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of this quiet, you know, maybe waiting and also just almost resting in confidence mm-hmm. in the Lord, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I think I think what we're doing here is we're just sort of unpacking yeah. these these um, admonitions hmm. that the Lord gave to Ahaz, which he ultimately rejected. Right. But uh, we don't have to reject them. Yeah. We can we can hold them. Uh, but we're just we're we're thinking them through. Yeah. And I guess he goes on to say, don't fear. But, you know, I think we're getting a little long on this podcast. But I think what I, the way I would sum it up is to say that um, one of the things that we need to be hearing from this is we can, by God's mm-hmm. grace and with God's promises and as people with the Spirit of Christ, we can slow down, mm-hmm. get with a brother or sister in Christ, and ask ourselves in our moments of crisis of faith, mm-hmm. will you help me? Yeah. I want to be careful. How would you help me be careful? How would you talk to me about this? I want to be quiet. I want to not let fear take me down the wrong road. And, and, and really come back to, and root it in God. Mm-hmm. Root it in the Bible. Root it in the promises of God. Root it in the reality of Jesus. Yeah. I mean, back to Emmanuel. Ahaz gets Emmanuel that promise right after mm-hmm. be careful be quiet don't fear don't let your heart faint mm-hmm. well what could calm the mind and the heart more than god is with us right so think all that through and pray all that through yeah and let's help each other as as best we can to do that so yeah. that we don't come to that moment of crisis and veer off in the wrong direction let our doubts take us right into unbelief, you know, cling to some moral sin as a way to quiet the, the, the unrest. Yeah. You see, we can yeah. go a thousand different directions. Yeah. The last thing, and maybe just a minute yeah. here, but how would you, um, you know, I think sometimes when we think about people that are drifting, you know, in those moments of crisis, it doesn't mm-hmm. happen with this big shift. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like this little shift in their mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. that then begins to, you know, they begin to drift at that point. What What are some, would you say, are like, if you if you could think about your own life and people you talk to, some early warning signs that maybe you're, you're, you're moving in a direction that could be getting you away from faith in God, like like some early signs, if you could say, mm-hmm. like, that maybe we should be looking into in our own lives going, ooh, okay, I need to watch out for that a little bit. Mm, that may the, be a heavier question. Well, uh, it's a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, well, right off the bat, Thoughts that question God's goodness. Okay. Thoughts that question God's sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Thoughts that question that God has purpose and power. Thoughts mm-hmm. that question the sufficiency of Christ's death on the cross. Mm-hmm. Christ thoughts that question Christ's lordship. I mean, thoughts so what that, I'm hearing you say is just thoughts that go contrary to what the Bible says who God is. Yeah, and and what Christ has done, and how mm-hmm. we're how we're forgiven of our sins, and how Christ will return, and 
how God's working all things together for good for those who love yeah. Him and are called according to His purpose. Yeah. Any any thoughts that start to just take the take a little bit of the edge of the reality of of God is with us in Christ and God is sovereign over our lives and all things. Mm-hmm. Anything that starts to nibble away at the mm-hmm. at, at the at the truth of that, we just need to be careful. Yeah, and catch it and speak mm-hmm. to it and. So I'll give you a little insight into my yeah. own to myself. Yeah. Um, I, I try to be a praying man. I, I, I wake up early and I pray, and I'm with my Bible open. And then often I'm out walking in my neighborhood and I'm and I'm praying. And sometimes my mind starts to wander, mm-hmm. and I my prayers become what I call brooding, but mm-hmm. versus praying. And I start to have feelings even before I put thoughts to them. Mm-hmm. kind of feelings of doubt and question and is God really gonna and and I do my best to catch those things and to speak to them mm-hmm. because those are the seeds that if I'm not careful they can they can move me into some really bad directions yeah that's good and so warning signs I think that's the yeah. way you put it would be what thoughts and even feelings are starting to surface at those beginning stages that that put a question mark yeah over god his sovereignty his care mm-hmm. his work through jesus the, the question mark over jesus yeah the death and the resurrection of jesus question mark over the spirit yeah his filling us his sealing us his guidance of our lives question marks over that we need to be careful yeah well that's helpful and i guess to sum this time i think the word that i'm hearing in my mind is awareness awareness of the situation of what's happening Mm -hmm. but also awareness over our own thoughts and our own feelings as we're walking through it Mm -hmm. to make sure they're not questioning who god is Mm -hmm. and his work in the world Mm -hmm. well thank you scott it's a great sermon encourage people to go listen to it they haven't and uh, we'll be back in isaiah on sunday thanks Thanks.